all right we are back on um let me just pin this real quick all right so lolo i'm tagging you right now child um yeah so we wanted to um um end that topic well not end the topic hi we wanted to <laughs> um just end it there because instagram has been doing some real childish things lately <laughs> So we didn't want to cut it off in the middle of our um, conversation. So we're back on. We're going to continue this great conversation. Thank you guys for coming back on, tuning in. Um, I want you guys to read the pin at the bottom. Today's show is sponsored by um, Highly Favored Clothing. You guys can go over to underscore HF Clothing. Click on the link in their bio. Um, and shop to you drop is black owned. Use the code free game at checkout to receive 20% of your entire order. Um, this brand is super dope. Y'all know I love my super cool athleisure streetwear and, um, super comfortable clothing. So they have some really dope pieces. Go over there and shop, um, and use free game to receive 20% off your entire order. I ordered, listen, I ordered my shirt that same day. I'm like, yo, yo, the, and them socks too. I cannot wait. Um, that hoodie, I, I already, I already see that outfit. I got, yo, 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 I'm even thinking about my outfit too. I have my, my t-shirt, my socks. I got this ill bucket hat that I, yo, all right. I can't wait till fall, girl. Fall is my Yes, 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 yo, 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 I cannot wait, I really can't wait, I, I, I love a good, like, sweat outfit, too, so, I can't wait till they drop some, some pants, some sweatpants, like, tapered sweatpants with that hoodie, it's fire, can't wait for my pieces to come in, but yes, head over to, um, underscore HF clothing, click the link in their bio, um, shop to you drop use um the the coupon code free game to receive twenty percent off your entire order. Don't say we did not tell y'all. We tell you right now. Go over there now and sell that shit out. Like buy everything. <laughs> um. So yeah, we also have a few more flavors of teas coming up. But I need y'all to come out with sweatpants too, though. That tapered bottom sweatpants. I already have like an outfit in mind, so I need y'all to give me that. All right, cool guys. So, um, <laughs> huh? No, I was just like, okay, yes, you started it though. Yes, yes, yes. So, um, we ended off by talking about the um, the communication. And how the situation happened with Young Jock and his son. But we wanted to um, switch gears a little bit. And we already established um, how we feel about that situation. But I want to know for all of our um, black boys out there. How is the relationship with you and your dad now? Or, you know, is is did that situation with Young Jock and his son kind of touch a, a spot with you guys? Like... I want you guys to fill us in. How's how's your relationship with your dad going? Um, with me, I was a daddy's girl. <laughs> I was a daddy's girl. Like, I was a tomboy growing up. So, everywhere my dad and my brother went, like, I wanted to be there, too. So, um, hop, hop on and tell us how your relationship is going. Yes, man. Want you to join yeah. and uh, we have some questions for you guys. I am also very much a daddy girl. Yes. That's my guy. Everybody knows Timothy is my ace from cool, okay? Um but. but we had we had a little rough start, but it's different um with girls and their fathers, just like it's a different dynamic with mothers and their sons. 
totally different dynamic. So we really want to hear from the men with their experience with their fathers, what they're going to bring to their relationship with their kids, what they want to keep (laughs) in that situation. Um, So guys, request to join us. I'm about to tell LeVar. LeVar, come on. Or Shane, come back on. Because this is like a really cool conversation. I would love all y'all to um to to fill us in. I'm trying to look up this fight right now. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, where are we going? Where are we going? Where are we going? What flight? Where are we going? Shane said, you looking up a flight? Where you going, Shane? Where are we going? I was, I was to look at the flight. Oh, I'm like. I'm curious. When y'all brought it up, I didn't know that school was good. All right. So we want to know, like, how is the relationship with your, your fathers? Um, is there things that you see yourself passing on to your sons um, in the future? How's that going? Yeah, relationship. Can I say that again? How's the relationship with your fathers? Did you have like a rocky relationship? How is that? Oh, with my dad, it's it's cool. I would say in my early teens, it wasn't as great because my mother and father separated. But now I have a good relationship with my dad. I speak to him every now and then on a weekly basis. He's an older gentleman. My pops is like 76, 77. So... Yeah, you know, make sure to check up on him, make sure he's good. Right. And go from there. But we have a good relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, we did actually sit down and, like, have conversations from before. So he could explain to me the way, the reason why he moved a certain way. It's like I have an understanding of, like, where he was coming from. Certain things that he tried to explain to me and teach me. Mm. Did you have, like, a combative relationship with your dad, you said? In teenage years, you said? Yeah, my early teens, because my mother and father separated. Oh, okay. Like, it was kind of rough. My father wasn't, like, really nice at that time. Mm. So, yeah, I got, like, the blunt of it, like, the bad end of the stick. Basically, mm. him and my mother wasn't, like, having, like, like the co-parenting right. sucked. Right. So, yeah, so I would get the bad end of the stick. Mm. Okay. Yes. LeVar, open um, platform. Mm-hmm. It's an open platform. Be be honest. Yeah. Just um, let the dark name how was it growing up? I think our relationship is, is is very interesting. It's very it's very, very interesting. I can't put a word to it because I'm not sure if there's a word that could describe it. But um is it negative? No. It's far from negative. Right. Um my dad as a father though was the reason why i say interesting is because his lessons were abnormal yeah like if i wasn't going to bed at a certain time he'll threaten me to get the squirrel outside and put it in the bed something like that like you know what i'm saying (laughs) but you know but then also i feel like with another dynamic too when it came to me when it came with my dad was that he's west indian right yes so a lot of his upbringing he carried over here to the states and then ultimately try to use that as his guidance to raise me and my sister. You know what I'm saying? Um, Now looking, I want to say maybe when I was turning 28, close to my 30s is when I started coming to more of a realization that uh, some of his lessons meant well. They just came off like wrong. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like it was, it wasn't bad wasn't a bad lesson so that the lesson came off wrong so at that point if i would have got it in the right tone i probably would have been received the better where he wanted me in the order you know what i mean like yeah it would have been oh the camera fellas is it me i don't know no. oh nah it's no. their wi-fi oh he's frozen oh damn dang but yeah, to piggyback off of uh Lavar, um, yeah. I feel like um a lot of lessons <laughs> What's going on? Both of y'all are frozen? Am I frozen too? Can y'all see me? I, I can hear you. Oh, okay. 
<laughs> that Wi-Fi sucks. I'm gonna need y'all to get get y'all life. Yeah. Is it what y'all Wi-Fi? I'm most likely they both frozen. Okay. They buffering right now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm I'm trying to make sure it ain't my phone. Like yeah, as long as not me. Okay. I thought my joint was bugging. <laughs> yeah, I thought so too. Clutch. Hi, Clutch. Yeah, so let me just, let me see if I can invite them back in and see uh, what's going on. That is crazy. That is crazy. Um. Okay, so we'll wait for them to come back on, Shane. But question. Uh, all right, so you said now like your relationship with your dad is is a lot better right but are there lessons or there are things that your father did that you see yourself passing down to your kids or there's some things that you know for sure you don't want to um to pass down to your children like uh so um, i'm gonna go a little bit more into depth okay like with my dad like growing up like People from back home, like from San Lucia, his his way of growing up, I already had like a great background. Right. Yeah, his mom and his dad whatsoever. But I don't know what happened like after he hit his 20s. Right. He has like a lot of kids. When Mm. I say like fingers and toes put together, that's how much kids my dad had. Damn. So my dad had a a bad thing of putting his hand on my mom. So that's not something I would pass on to my kid per se. That's not something I would actually do. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not like a great thing. You know what I mean? Domestic violence is yeah. that's a no no for me. But like Hi low, sorry. Really pass on to like to instill into my kids is to basically just work hard for what you want at the end of the day. Because my dad is a hard worker. You know what I'm saying? So that's like one of the number one things I would actually do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, his thing is, like, hustle, hustle, hustle. Right. To get where you want to be in life. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That that domestic um, situation. Damn, that's really touching, too. Yes. Um, and I think us as adults now, like, looking back at, you know, certain situations is, like, as a child, you really don't, like, you see things happening, but it doesn't click until you get to, like, a certain age where it's, like, all right, like, age, yeah. All right, mother, cool. She instilled in me, like, yo, be respectful to women, never put your hands on them. So I just, I kept that going. Right. And that's what I would pass on from generation to generation if I have to. That's just my thing. You know what I mean? So, yeah, most definitely. Yeah. So, Go ahead, What Lord. is one thing that you felt like your father did wrong, for lack of a better word, in raising you and growing up with him as your father that you really want to keep? Just with that relationship, you won't pass it on. Um, one of the things my dad didn't do as well was like his communication. He didn't really talk too much. Uh-huh. I just think that's something I won't pass on. Uh-huh. Um, like I said, the work ethic, I will definitely pass on. But communication, it has to, it has to happen. You gotta have that communication with your child at the end of the day. But like yeah. I said before, you have to know what they're thinking. Because most kids, when you're a teenager, you're not really going to tell your parents like what's really going on per se because you're not going to feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. So for you to be able to feel comfortable, you got to build that, that relationship, relationship from early. Yeah. So while they're growing up so they could be comfortable with you. They could come and speak to you about anything. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. That's what I would do. Yeah, we kind of have that... that um that conversation last week about like because we were talking about you know daughters with their moms and that's definitely one thing that we did say that we we wished that the relationship we had with our moms was like that open kind of conversation where I felt comfortable enough to come to you and express like how I'm feeling or whatever I'm thinking because us as kids we go to our friends for advice thinking like they got the answer but it's like they're the same age as you like what what kind of advice or suggestions can they give you right so it's like if you have that open line of communication with your parents i think a lot of situations would have turned out differently hey taya also like west indian parents are difficult to communicate with like my father (laughs) 
You already know. My father, like, you can literally, we can be doing the same thing, but if it's his idea, it's right. If it's <laughs> yes. my idea, it's no, no, no. You know what I mean? Yes. But that's also because his parents were first generation. Like, so they literally, it had to be that they're always right. So right. It was no talking about your feelings. It was, oh, you're sad. Go do this chore. You're sad. Go take this. You know, it wasn't any of that That's conversation. True. That's true. Yo, no, that is facts. That is facts. And I, I hated that. Like, because a lot of times, too, it's like, Granted, if I'm doing something that you told me to do and I'm not doing it the way you want me to do it, it's, like, the most awful thing in this world. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're the most disrespectful person <laughs> in this world. But um, if, if I just follow suit... It could literally it could be the same outcome. It could right. be the same outcome. If I suggest something, if I go, Dad, let's go to Walmart and get margaritas, he'll be like, no... And he, like, he'll come back next day, like, Lord, let's go to the beach on Friday and get margaritas. And I'm like, let's. <laughs> <laughs> we're saying the same thing, but why? But if I say it, it's a no. Right. But it's always, they also have that parent is always right. right. Or, like, in my case, I can't tell my dad I'm tired. Oh, what? There's no such thing as being tired at my age. What? You know, the whole thing is, you're tired at your age. You're so young, you're always tired. Like, yeah, what? Sure, cause I had a long week. I'm a little depressed right now. But this is why I prefer to stay in my bed. But this is, you're not going to get that either. So, tired ain't a thing. Okay. I remember, yo, listen, tired ain't a thing. Growing up, if I was to take a nap. Like, the way my parents would have woke me up was with, like, a belt or a shoe. Like, what you mean you taking a nap at 4 o'clock in the afternoon? Like, a nap? What you taking a nap for? What you tired from? All you did was go to school. Listen. Listen, I went to school. I had basketball practice. I literally, I felt like I lived out of a suitcase growing up. Because, like, every weekend I had a game. Every summer I had some tournament. And I wasn't like I was playing on one team. Like, I was playing on, like, ten different teams. Like... But me taking a nap? Because you're young. You shouldn't be taking naps. Young people don't need naps. Because when they were young, they did this, this. They walked from this side of the island to that side of the island. Barefoot. You, you forgot about that. Barefoot. During the sermon. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what we're trying to rest up for. <laughs> they get mad because you start dozing off when the sermon starts. So Not in church, not yo. In church, you couldn't yo, sleep in church. You wildin', you wildin'. That backhand was serious. With the Caribbean father, you have to do everything their way. You gotta be like this. If it's not like this, that's Yo, yo. Dad is Caribbean. Trust me. I know. Listen, you have to. Why? It's not, it's not because they want you to, literally. Like, you have to stand back and look and be like, yeah, I'm really just going to do it his way because I know I'm not crazy, right? <laughs> it's just like how what Lauren said. How you could tell your dad one thing, like, let's do it. No. And then they bring it up the next time and be like, it's like... It, I feel like I was crazy when I was younger. No, no, all jokes aside, I felt like I was, there was something wrong with me. All jokes aside. Because of that same situation. Like, Lauren knows that I must iron my clothes before I go out. Yes, that's a fact. He irons everything. You have to. What you mean? (laughs) What you mean? You know, say when I tell you I can't stand one wrinkle, and I got to iron it. I don't blame you though. You have. But where did that come from? That's from our parents. That's from my. That's good. That's fine. That's from my dad. You know what I'm saying? That was part of the presentation. Presentation is key. Key, yo, fast. You know. Yo, he irons his jeans. Yo, yo, yes, yes. Every Sunday he ironing. They have me standing next to him like, this is how you iron your pants. Come here. Come here. You got to pay attention. Come here. And this is how you iron your shirt. Yeah. Like, oh, with that, with that crease down the line. Yo, I. <laughs> like, 
Like, why you got a crease in your jeans? That like, you don't need that. You don't need that hem. You don't need it. My pants. <laughs> All of us. Even, even my shorts. Oh, no. Yo, yo, yo. My uniform stay starched. <laughs> I finally learned how to hold the iron the way that I was comfortable holding it. And iron out every pleat. I ironed out every pleat. Every pin yo. that had a pleat, I took them out. I cannot. Till this day, it's like that. You don't need so I have a that. I question for you, Bar. Um, since you joined after we asked this question. What is the most important lesson that you got from your father? That you utilize in life today. Work ethic. Same machine. Like no, that's fine. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna go, it don't matter what you do, what job you have, or how you whatever you're doing to keep yourself, you know what I mean, going. Mm-hmm. Whatever job you have, put a hundred percent in. Mm-hmm. Put a hundred percent in. And in return, when the job see you putting a hundred percent in then they'll do something in return. Mm-hmm. And my dad is a living testimony of that because th- this man, he could do whatever he want. Anything. Anything. He could take a vacation anytime he want. He, and, then, and they offer it to him. And he mm-hmm. said, no, nah, you know what? I'll save it for next year or I'll save mm-hmm. it for the end of the year. They offer him anything you want. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So just seeing that from a young age or like there was times where I, I remember in the night, I used to wake up in the middle of the night and see him getting ready to go to work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like little things stuck with me throughout throughout that. So I always mm-hmm. told myself, when it comes to a job or anything that I do, it just got to be full force, one hundred percent, and to stick with it. Mm-hmm. That's one thing. Another thing too is also to stick with it. Mm-hmm. The grass may always look green on the other side, but you don't know that situation until you actually over you it. Lived so it. Yep. Stick within your means. Do what you got to do. Buckle down. Strain on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Okay, what is something that you feel like you got from your father that's not necessarily a, a good thing that's ingrained in you um, that you're trying to deal with and break now? Oh, that's a good question. I think um, setting my own expectations way too high. Like, higher than they should be. Than they should be. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I know I know what I'm capable of, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody knows. I'm, I know for sure what I'm capable of. I know what I could do and how I could bring anything to the table, and somebody would definitely be satisfied with my work, right? But there's sometimes that's the way, like, I may get cocky in my thoughts and be like, I could do that 10 times better, and, like, I'm, I'm going to exceed their expectations. And I think what I'm learning now is trying to not beat myself up over if I don't make it. Mm-hmm. And I see that my dad, some, like, sometimes he would kind of be mad at himself if he didn't get certain things done at a certain time. Mm-hmm. Or even though it's done the way that he wants it to be done, it may not be done at the time frame that he wanted it, so it may dampen mm-hmm. his mood a bit. Mm-hmm. You know, certain, it's just everybody has expectations for you you have expectations for yourself just keep mm-hmm. it there there's no reason for you to you know extend it more than it needs than it has to you're mm-hmm. overworking yourself for no reason if that if mm-hmm. that makes sense so work work yeah. smarter well is it work smarter not so harder? pretty much yeah like you will you want to work smarter, smarter. Yeah. Not harder. right work smarter not harder and that's a that's a valuable lesson for you. It's in anything you can, mm-hmm. you can work smarter and harder at anything you mm-hmm. know what i mean so and my and my dad is a little witty too. Yo, mad witty. He's a little witty. That is hilarious. He's a little witty. So he, what I, I admire the most about is how he gets from point A to point B. Mm-hmm. What like his? I, I'm not not him physically doing it. His mindset mm-hmm. to tell him to train himself or to say, mm-hmm. all right, this is how I'm going to get to point A to point B. Mm-hmm. All right, so mm-hmm. if it's him waking up in the morning to go to work and he has to be at work at a certain time mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be, if he has to be at work at 6.15 and he's 20 minutes away, you know what I mean? My dad will be like, okay, cool. So I got to go to work for 6.15. I'm going to wake up at 6.20 because that gave me an extra 10 minutes to make some coffee or tea or something before I leave the house. Mm-hmm. I can have that to go on the way mm-hmm. and I get to point B by 6.15. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. how he thinks. That's how you get that coffee thing. 
This man could be late for life and we'll still stop to get coffee. And late and, for life. But the thing is, is that, the thing is, is that I could be running late, right? And this is where it comes with my dad. I could be running late, but I've already plotted in my head. Yeah. The next step and a visionary, yes, he is. No, 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 that is fact. The next step, yeah, the next step. I may, I may, I may be sleeping in the bed for an extra five minutes, but I already allotted my time, right? Right, right, Mm -hmm. spend an extra five minutes, still be able to get up, get myself ready to go, get my tea, get my coffee, and go about my business and get there on time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's just what dad was. My thing with my father, and you can speak to this, my father does not accept lateness. Yo. I have been, my father is, the what's the thing, to be on time, is, wait, to be early is to be on time, to be, to be on, on time, time is to be late, late, to be late is unacceptable, that is my father. Mm. I have, him like, like, oh, be outside at 10. If I come outside at 10 or 1, he's not there. Yo. <laughs> and, like, no, that's no, that's fine. Like, people used to think my that's father my was in the military, how mm. my father acts like. Yeah. If you're outside 10 one, I told you to be outside 10. That means you should have been out there. At, at 9.55. Yeah, ready. Waiting for me. Mm-hmm. And if, he, if he's late, it's nothing. But he's <laughs> really late. Yeah. And it's crazy because my father has a twin. Mm-hmm. And my his twin is the exact opposite of him. My my uncle Chris, same, same late for life. He, he will just be late to everything. We expect Uncle Chris to roll in when Uncle Chris rolls in. Mm-hmm. My father, I'm like, how did y'all share? Like, oh, <laughs> my father has to be on time. And I think that's one of the things that he really grained into me. I know that it takes me a long time to get ready. Mm-hmm. So naturally, I'm going to start getting ready. If I have to be somewhere at 10, that means I have to get up at 7 or, or 6.30 just so I have time to wake up get myself together and then also allow the time to be early to mm-hmm. where I have to be mm-hmm. because things happen. Yep. You know, things happen along the way. Trains get delayed. You didn't catch this one. You, you always have time to adjust mm-hmm. because being late, especially in a professional setting is very looked down upon. Mm-hmm. And um, I think another thing which my father was really good at instilling in me is entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm of entrepreneurship any ideas he's definitely going to listen to he's going to tell you what's good he's going to tell you what's not good mm-hmm. he's always coming up with ideas he has different um his different companies and that's the reason why i feel comfortable in functioning in as a ceo role, ceo role in two of my companies because it's like i bring everything to my father also he tells the real mm-hmm. i bring everything to my father first this is what i want to do and he's like okay how are you going to execute yeah okay well you want to do this but how and mm-hmm. he's not he's very like he gave me the ability to think big but also think small details mm-hmm. um and if anybody knows me and has met my father i'm his child mm-hmm. i am my father's child I am that pit bull when I need to be. Um, it'd be like, for example, my mother had to go into a car dealership. They were giving her to run around. And my father's like, I can't be there, but this is what you got to go in and say. Okay, cool. You passed mm-hmm. the torch to me. I'm going to go in and be that person. I went in there like, like Leslie's lawyer, okay? Mm-hmm. Stop messing with her. We need this, we need this, we need this, we need right. that. It's because I'm my father's child. Like, he is, he taught me how to be demanding, yeah. but still be respectful. Mm-hmm. You know, get your point across without getting loud and crazy. Mm-hmm. I'll just say that. Yeah, yeah. I'll just say But, you know, um, always to professionally curse about yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One thing with my dad, too, to piggyback off of what um, LeVar was saying. Oh, wait. Are you breaking up? Can you hear me? Is she lagging or am I lagging? Is Lauren? Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I was saying, like, one thing with my dad that I... Can you hear me now? Can you hear us? Can you hear us? Oh, she's lagging? Yeah. You can hear us? Because it's a lagging on our end. Yeah, she's lagging on. It's lagging on her end. Okay. Ooh, 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 ooh. 
Um, one thing with my dad too, where I feel like I'm going to, um, yes, yeah, way better. Yep. What I admire about my father is like he has like a low tolerance for like BS. I don't know where Lauren went. Hold on. I'm going to invite her in again. Yeah, my father has like a low tolerance for BS. Like he he is not accepting if you, if you're coming to any situation with the bare minimum, he don't want it. Like it's either you're going to match my energy or don't come at me at all, basically. So like that's one thing I do admire about my father. Like if you're not going to give me a hundred and ten percent, stay your ass home. Like <laughs> we're not. We, there's no point of us having a conversation because clearly, like our waves of like our mindset waves is not is not same. Like it's not the same. So there's really no point of a conversation. So yeah, dad, dad, yes. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with love. Can y'all hear me? What is going on? Is it me? Oh, okay. No, no, y'all, you good? I'm like, is it my phone? Okay, maybe it's just her. Um, what I was gonna say, what I love about my dad is the fact that if there's like a problem, like, cause. He loves working with his hands. He yeah. does construction still to this day. I don't know how. Wow. But, um, yeah. If there's, like, something that he does not know, he's willing to learn. So mm -hmm. he has, like, an open mind to anything. And he's mm -hmm. willing to adjust so he can be able to do the job properly and mm -hmm. just complete it. Mm -hmm. That's his, That's what I love about him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's dope. I would, I would say the same thing for... Um, my dad as well. I just, I think I just took out the, the main thing that I got from him was also just like, like I said earlier, like how he thinks. Yeah. Like the wittiness of how he thinks. Yeah. Um, and I utilize it every day in every aspect. You know what I mean? Any type of any ventures, any projects, so on and so forth, I use it every day. So I'm grateful mm -hmm. and thankful for that. Um, I think one of the well, it was besides also the expectations thing that I said earlier. Um, yeah. That we got from him was there's an impatient trait that he has that he hasn't quite. Uh, Jesus. That he has, he hasn't quite resolved, figured out. Right. My parents are out, both right? of them, like, both of just, them. And it's nothing wrong with that. Like, you no. know what I mean? Like, every, there's people who are impatient. But his fuse is shorter than most humans. You sure? Too. You know what I mean? So it's like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think we're the same way when it comes to. No, he passed that on to us, yo. Is a little more shorter than that. Yo. Mean, you know what I mean? Like, their impatient views is like this. As to why sometimes when we voice our opinions and stuff like that, it comes off as disrespect. Yeah. Them thinking it's an opinion yes. from their child. But with that, I think he, he's just a little bit, he's just a little bit of a ticking time bomb. And I realize that's, <laughs> that's something that also been, uh, I, I got a bit of that as well. We both do. Well. We both do. No, no, that's that's <laughs> that's bad. Even even because <laughs> I can go from I can go from one to one hundred like real real quick. Especially when I'm driving, like certain things are just like if I feel like it's common sense and you're just not. I don't have the patience for it. I don't. I don't. People, especially people driving, I don't have the patience. I don't have the patience. I've and seen you cool. driving before. Me? <laughs> yes. I'm going to bring this up because it was me and Carolyn one day, and I see you going down the road, and the way you were zipping. I'm not zipping. Yo, Steve Demon, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yo, oh, listen. Listen, my father had, like, 30 cars growing up, had, like, 100 accidents. Like, he, listen, this ain't nothing. You get it from him. Nothing. But I you see him drive, too. In the morning you ever time? Seen somebody, you ever seen somebody drift on the snake road? Not drift. Not it was him. Oh, and he no. did it. And he did it. And he did it. He did it in an Astro van. No, 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 he didn't. Y'all, he be, <laughs> be exaggerating, y'all. 
Yo. Nine in the snake road in the Astro van. If anybody else what? asks them yourself, and I guarantee you, I know. But I promise you, I looked. I remember I was seven years old and I looked at the speedometer. Levar. Levar. I have a question for you guys. Yeah. Um, what is one conversation that you wish you could have with your father, but you feel like they're not going to understand it? They they might not see your point of view. But something that you wish you can sit down and talk to your father about in a perfect world. Just for the fellas. Um, Not nah, because. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I got a list, child. I wish I could have with my dad is the fact that some of my siblings that I don't know. Mm. And like, why did you have so many kids? Mm. Because, like, I've, I've tried to have the conversation with him. I was like, wasn't there condoms back in those days? <laughs> like, I, I swear to God. He'd be like, yeah, but, God, saw we wasn't using them things. I was like, what? Now, so, question, did he have the, the condom talk with you when you were younger? Unfortunately, no. Uh, well, because uh, I would say, if he had that talk with you, then he's speaking from experience. You're right. No, somebody, somebody else in my family had that experience, but see, that's gonna be another conversation. That's the thing with Caribbean parents, though. Because not Caribbean, <laughs> what you said. Down with me and give me that talk. He never. Yeah. He never sat down with me and gave me that. You know when he had that talk? When I picked up my tux from Men's Warehouse to go to prom. <laughs> On the way home, not even at home, in the car. Sounds like a good time. So, so, so he like he's like, so you know about sex then? What? I mean, uh, one of the classes I'm taking is sex ed. Not sex ed. class. So they they kind of give us a lot of stuff. But at that time, I was like, Dad, but like y'all y'all version of sex is like is like windows 95 like we at xp right now so i'm not really sure like the lessons of conversation that you have and then you know what i mean thing over here but he was like oh okay all right so i'm windows 95 and i'm like i, I guess i don't know however you want to take it but um ouch I'm, this is very cringy for me like very how is his dad Mm. I want to know how his dad was and the dynamic between his dad and my grandmother. Mm. I like that. But you know That's that answer, though. Because like like, then even in that sense, even when I was younger and we used to go where he's from to visit, it would probably give me a little more and a better understanding on to where, like, maybe some of his frustrations came from when we had certain conversations. Um, his mindset on where he see me going from where he came from and like wait wait and the the that rural area that he grew out that he you know moved out of so on and so forth i kind of would want to know that like i need like i would like to know that because there's certain things like even though i've gained a lot of things from my father there are certain things that i wish that i could be better mm-hmm. so for example uh Showing love other than physically doing it. Mm. So instead of doing an action that shows my appreciation, how to verbally. show it verbally, exactly. Yeah. Or how to apologize mm. verbally. Mm. You get what I'm saying? And like, mm. like, like, like that. Like a lot of things I feel like I got from him and to return a favor or something physically where somebody could physically see that I'm sorry mm. or physically see that I love them or feel a way about them, but not verbally. Mm-hmm. And if it is verbally, it's not extensive. Right. It's just very surface. It's just yeah. very, like the things that you would normally hear. But my intentions will when I'm speaking very surface that way is I'm I'm thinking that I'm being really deep. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? If that makes sense. And that's my intentions. Mm-hmm. My intention is really to talk in a deep manner. It's just that the words that I'm using, because I'm not accustomed to it, it doesn't come off that, that way. hard because you know, I used to use it. Mm-hmm. 
what right, you said exactly. what you said before when you was um, saying that he would want to know how his parents was. It's right. Remember, it comes right. from like generation to generation, no matter what they taught him on how yes. to show love and stuff like that. And they, so it's like, okay, where, where did it stop? Mm-hmm. So you could try and break that cycle. So mm-hmm. moving forward, it won't be the same with your kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. I think it's exactly. now, right? Like because. Son in a way where it's like, yeah, bringing flowers. Don't just bring flowers to your girlfriend when she's mad. Or don't bring flowers to your girlfriend because it's Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Not a randomly do it. Right. You just like you know what I'm saying? Like there's nothing wrong to randomly do it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm not saying like maybe that's how my dad was taught. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, okay, it's Valentine's Day or Valentine's Day is coming up. I need to go get some flowers. Mm-hmm. Christmas is coming up. I need to do this, this. It doesn't have to necessarily be something going on that day for mm-hmm. it to be done. Mm-hmm. But I was kind of, I wouldn't say that I was taught that way, but from what I've seen, it was always brought around for a specific reason. Not because my mom was mad, but Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. Christmas, mm-hmm. her birthday. Mm-hmm. Even though he will do it up, he'll make sure that she has the time of her life during right, those times right. you know what i'm saying it's just the off times i wish i would have saw it a little bit more as mm-hmm. well. yeah um to piggyback off of that right i'm not i'm not even gonna repeat what you just said taya um um but like you said like um you, you know what happened after prom <laughs> But I feel like too. I feel like um, our parents didn't really have um, anyone to really show them what it's like to be in a healthy relationship. Um, I know with my my mom, her parents passed away when she was really young. Um, my father was like the eldest of like how many kids? It was like thirteen, fourteen kids, and. He had to be the man of the house because I don't think his father was really in the picture either. So, like, a lot of things they they had to learn through life. But I feel like with, like, with Valentine's Day and women wanting X, Y, and Z on off days, I feel like because our parents weren't accustomed to seeing that themselves, they didn't know how to demand that from their partner or ask that from their partner. You know what I mean? Um, so with us, our new generation, like us growing up, us kids growing up, we we see that, we witness that, but at least now we understand and we know now, like, these are things that we need to work on so we are not passing that down to, like, future generations, right? To my kids and my kids' kids because they're going to see that relationship. Um, they're going to see how mom and dad is talking to each other. They're going to see how, like, they're communicating and, you know what I mean? Like, mom wants this or dad wants this, and they both had to compromise or make sacrifices in, in certain situations to make the, the home happier. Um, so with us, I think this is why I love saying, like, we're breaking generational curses because we we are at a point right now where we know those trigger points. We, may, we, we witness all of that, but at least now, like, we're trying to, like, reverse it right like we're trying to um you know change things up hey donna girl all right donna said i feel i feel first generation american children had to go through trial and error sheesh as well as observation we had to internalize and pick and choose what we learned amen as well as unlearning yeah unlearning some of the old yo Cause right now there's things that I'm I'm trying to unlearn and figure out within like my own relationship. You know what I mean? So that is facts. That is really really facts. Um, it takes time. Yeah, but as far as like mentally, as I feel like, as long as we're aware of it, we're aware we might be doing something that may be triggering or may not align with what we want for the future, so we can make those changes right away but if you don't oh if you're not aware of it it's like you know you can't break any kind of generational curse if you're not aware of those those things so i I think with my father like the thing that i'm trying to break him out of now is that he doesn't say i love you not not my father either either. 
<laughs> My father don't even say bye. Like he just bang it. Like. Like, why is it an issue? Because someone definitely, oh, boom. Someone definitely mentioned what I was about to ask. Why is it hard for men to, like, express that emotion? I don't know if you guys have that issue, but why do you think as far as, like, a man or you see your, your, your so male you friend? Take this one? <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, you take this one? Why is it hard to say, I love you? I mean, I got to answer. Or let's be like, yo, like, I'm going to talk to you some, like... Uh-huh. I don't think it's hard for me to show emotion at times, but like I said, it starts from oh somebody laughing in the background. I hear her. Okay. You heard her, right? It's crazy. Um, it just starts from like we were saying before, from generation to generation. I wasn't showed that, so I'm trying to break that cycle so I can be able to show my emotion to like my wife or to the kids at home. So they can know right. that I love them at the end of the day. Like, my father was like, okay, food, clothes, home. Good. This is how I love you. But it is not only that. It's not only that at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So you have to say it. You have to show it. You got to, you know what I mean? You just got to be around, pay attention. That That's the way of showing love. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you got to let your kids feel it. Your, your significant other feeling so they could know that it's real mm. you know what I mean that's how I feel about it. but I know how to show love Carolyn I know you watching this <laughs> <laughs> but go ahead bro you take over oh I know you have done that <laughs> um uh in my, in this is, ge- is this general or just in my in, in well I would However you want to answer it. Like, why do you think men is hard, Hodge? Hi, Hodge. Um, because we work, we work teach love. What you mean? It's like, it's like okay. Genetics? Um, damn, I wish I could remember this quote. It's, it's in y'all like, DNA? Chris Rock said it in one of his, in one of his specials. I'm like, I wish I could remember what he said verbatim, but I can't. Um... The main things that we were taught, especially, well, I wouldn't say that the main things, not for everybody's different, but I know for me specifically, the main things that I was taught was to provide respect, honesty, and responsibility, right? And those were like kind of like maybe the four main things that were instilled in me and were taught to me during my adolescence years and me growing up and so on and so forth the love aspect came more from mom yeah that's a yeah the love that was shown from my dad was i'm coming to your basketball game i'm buying you this i'm buying you that or let's go sign up let's go sign you up for baseball so we could do something together or I have to wake up every Saturday morning and put in these the these dad chores so you can play baseball. Like I want you, to, I want to see you play sports. I want you to see, I want to see you excel in something else other than school. So, a sport it could be, and I'm gonna do all these things because this is how I love you. This is how much I want to show you that I want you to do this. You get what I'm saying? Like that is what 
I've learned when when it I guess is when it's two males uh, or one male teaching other male about love. Mm-hmm. It's more of action than words. But why is it so hard for you guys to verbally express it? Why is it a, a difficult thing for you guys? Was my father? If I don't, like, be like, yo, dad, I love you. Like, I need you to tell me you love me. I'm not getting that I love you. I know he loves me. <laughs> but he's not verbally telling me that. It's almost it's almost something that is, like I, like I said, one of the words that I used was instilled, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's something that is more of, like, it, it's, it's a learned behavior that we would like to unlearn. But there's no lessons on to how. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's, a, it's a learned it's a learned behavior that mm-hmm. we, that we would like to unlearn, but there's no lesson on to how to how to do that. Like it's just yeah. we're just built, and and it's not. It, it, I believe it's all men. Not to be honest with you, it's, there's men out there that are more emotionally inclined than others. There's mm-hmm. men out there that just have no emotion at all. Like you know what I mean. Where are the men that are mo- are emotionally? I've never met a man yet. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah. also, right. to piggyback off of that, like, I feel like if my mom would have demanded for my father to say it more, then he would have said it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He would have had a daughter, and that would have been natural to him by the time that he had me. Um, but because she kind of let it slide, mm-hmm. I don't let it slide. You better tell, you don't tell me, it's going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. Like, because she but let that's... it slide... It was kind of like, all right, I don't really have to change my ways. This is comfortable for me. She knows because I did A, B, and Z. I don't really got to tell her. Mm. When he had many him, it's like, no, no, sir, hello, do you love me today? Right. (laughs) I need to hear it. And that's like, in certain things too, like I'm in my relationship, I expect certain things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because that's how I like to. Loved. loved yeah if you can't love me at my level then this is not gonna work out mm-hmm. so i feel like in my situation like a lot of things were having to like be learned to be, be on that level because it wasn't instilled at home mm-hmm. you know but there's i know there's probably guys out there that are overly like affectionate affectionate and all of that stuff and then overly too it's the weird part about me i think it's because you know you can agree to this being aquarius like too much it's like i need you to back (laughs) up off of me no no no, that's facts you're doing a lot that is facts you have to find that perfect medium with me and i know it's hard but like too much is like okay you're smothering yeah yep there's guys that that's how they grew up and yeah. that's how their fathers taught them yeah. how to love a woman it's like mm-hmm. i might not be doing anything else in my life but you're gonna get this uh, all this affection i yeah. have to give and it's yeah. like ah, okay yeah no 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 that's facts that is facts like me i, I like lavar said like i i don't think our parents they weren't like lovey-dovey they really weren't so there's even times in my relationship where, like, I know um, he expects me to be, like, affectionate. Oh, it's just, I, me, it is weird. It's just, it's weird showcasing that because I did not really, like, see that. Even when my parents were, like, it was just weird when they were, like, interacting in that kind of sense. Because it's like. I see it now. Like, I, like certain shows. It's cringy. Like, dramatic shows where, like, the kids and the parents got that little. That little, that little lovey-dovey scene. Yes. You know when the... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, I, I don't know. Let me not say hate is a strong word. I don't hate it. It's, it's just... It's awkward. I that way because I low-key can't understand. Yeah. Like, you, you said sorry. Why are you doing all that? Yeah. Like, yeah. That's how it was raised. Yeah. But in hindsight, it's like... Alright, like, okay, like, you kind of have to have those moments yeah. and feel your feels mm-hmm. to move forward. Mm-hmm. And I feel like most men just don't feel their feels yeah. so they can move on. As to why you see so much fuckery and, and nonsense are going on. <la
I guess for certain guys, they don't show no emotion because sometimes some people, your kid might think like, yo, is my dad soft? Exactly. Mm. Like, Do kids really think like that? Because if oh, you would have shed tears at your graduation, he... I would have looked at him differently. <laughs> no, you would not. <laughs> like, no, you would not. Stop. Stop. I'm just saying. You think so? What you, what you, what you, I'm yeah, my thing is, I, and the funny thing you said that because I don't, I don't, I don't, I've never seen my father, I've never seen my father cry, which is so crazy that you said that. Like, I've. This is why I said he's took my. He's not emotional. Man is more emotional than I. Levar, Levar, you are emotional, bro. I had to. I had to. I had to unlearn a certain amount of behavior for me to do that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did that in my... You told, you told me, you told me exactly what you said on this live is how it came across. You know what I'm saying? So with that being said, I had to, I had to go back and unlearn a couple of things that I learned after where you're getting the LaVar that you're getting today. You know what I'm saying? It's just a diamond. Just a diamond. A diamond just, you know what I mean? You need some pressure for it to be a diamond. You know what I'm saying? Why she yeah, about to go man, text no. me some nonsense? No. Should you see that, dog? Don't put me in that. Don't, do not put me in any of y'all situation. What y'all got going on is what y'all got going on. Do not put me in anything. I'm sorry. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know how I feel about that. He can't smile. I don't. I don't think. No. But it's funny you say that. It's funny you say that because me, I'm the opposite. I hope you don't. I laugh when I'm like nervous or if I see people cry, yo. So I pray to God. I pray to God. I pray to God. Don't, don't, don't cry. Do not do that. Please don't. See what I mean? That's But that's the thing. I've never seen my dad cry. I've never seen him. I'm about to be in my 30s. I've no, never seen my dad cry. You did? Very confusing. You it did? Very confusing. Yeah, I have. I have. And it was very confusing. Because I'm like, your eyes red and they watering up. and mm-hmm. I've never seen okay, him cry. Cool. And the crazy thing is, is, uh... That, and that's a strong man. So Yo. It takes a lot to break him. Because. Yo. R.I.P. to grandma. Even at the funeral, I didn't see a tear. No, that's what I was saying. Even when his so mom passed, I, I didn't see it. Once I see a tear, I was like, all right, that, that. He's human. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But maybe, but that's just something that's instilled in him. And I realized in my dad as well. Like, he's mm-hmm. not going to address some of the things that's bothering him. Mm-hmm. He's going to cope with it until he's not bothered by it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then move about his business. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Until something else come along. Man, this sounds like me. Until something <laughs> else come along and blows his top. Then, like, you know what I'm saying? Then he's like, bang, 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 bang. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But... Yeah. That's how yeah, my that's, father But is. that's learned behavior. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, you learned that. Mm-hmm. And just to have anybody here really depressed at all on it. Men huh? in general feel like they can't be emotional beings. Like, my father, yeah. I saw him cry once, and that was at my grandpa's funeral. And that's kind of like, my, my father is literally my grandpa's close like and he started crying Mm-hmm. then that's that's how they just keep it in and then it explodes 
Yeah. I don't want to cut y'all off, but Instagram is saying we have like 15 seconds remaining. It's counting down. This is what I'm saying, manager. I need you to get on this because Instagram really blown mine and it's about to cut us off in like five seconds. So we'll be back for part three, guys. All right.